What's going on, everyone? It is DJ Rock with the DJ Rock Awakened podcast with episode six. And um, it was funny thing was I actually had this thing, um, the structure of the podcast with this first uh, seven to ten first episodes, uh, we'll call it season one, I had it mapped out. And when I began the, the podcast, got a lot of great feedback. And each of the podcasts just flowed, man. They just flowed. And so <clears throat> when I when I decided to go ahead and record episode six or episode five, um, I, I just couldn't get it right. I came in, started recording, and literally feel, I literally recorded like almost 30 minutes and just didn't feel the energy off of it. And I, I stopped it. Went back later that night, tried it again, same thing. Got like 20 minutes in and just felt that because I changed, I changed, what I did was I changed it around. I I didn't feel like the episode five was fleshed out enough. So I was like, well, I want to do some more research and do this and do that. And so I moved episode, the original episode five to episode six and went outside what I originally felt was the way it needed to go. And I just felt blocked, felt blocked completely. So it just didn't flow. It didn't go right for me. So I, and then even during the episode, I'm gonna be honest with you, I just felt lethargic. I didn't feel the energy. So I stopped and I, I was like, well, I, I told him I'd have a podcast out by Friday and here it is, you know, Sunday and I haven't done it yet. And so I felt kind of bad. And then I talked to my sister and um, told her what I'd done. And I said, you know, I feel like I kind of messed up. And so she goes, well, you did because you didn't go with what you were inspired to do. You, you changed it up and that messed up the energy of it. I was like, oh, shit, you're right. So I came back in tonight and I recorded episode five a mini episode and now I'm recording episode six. And so yeah, episode six. So this episode is the true nature of Jesus, the Christ, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and give the thoughts here. And what if I told you that Christ didn't come here to atone for our sins? I hate to say it, but a guilt trip into believing something to make a decision isn't something I would call true, true free will. That sounds really harsh, and it is. But the truth of the matter is that Jesus Christ came here to teach us that much is true. But the nature of his teaching and his sacrifice is much more than what the Bible claims. I'm not saying the Bible is 100% wrong. It is a lesson, and it teaches a lesson. But even a rock in the wrong hands can be a violent demonstration in how something can be used as a weapon. Let me get to the point. Christ chose to come here, the literal physical embodiment of the source, the creator, God. He chose to come here and teach us the overarching purpose and the meaning of our lives. He came here to show us that the one truth that we have to keep in mind is love. And love is the, the, the truest and, and most important rule. When the disciples, go back to the Bible, 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 Bible. But the, when, the, when the disciples asked him, out of all the things you taught us, what's the most important thing? Jesus said love. And, and so... My thing is, if we look at that love, right, and we, we begin to understand what his message was about, and if we follow the Bible, then, you know, it, it paints this picture 
but I don't think the picture's right. And so that being said, um, if if it wasn't about sin, if he didn't die for sin, then what is what 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 was the point? I think that in his three year ministry, Jesus Christ experienced every single human emotion that was possible, and in every situation, he chose love. And I think that the Pharisees were intimidated by that because they had built up this 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 organization that controlled the people. And Christ's message of love, we can get through anything with love. We can overcome anything with love. We can we can live our lives with love and be a be a beautiful society. I think that flew in the face of the Pharisees who wanted this this order and this this convenience for them. That's why he was killed. That's why he was murdered. That's why Jesus Christ was brutally beaten because they wanted to show the people what it means to go against the word of God. And so that's was that's what they turned it into. And then the the, the book was written and you know this is what it's about for them anyway. And so if we look at that love being the the most important thing. I mean think about it. He comes into um notoriety I guess and people are following him. They're uh, they adore him. They're following him from city to city. They're trying to even touch his garments to even be healed by him. They want to be in his presence. And of course, he spread his message with love. But then he's deceived. He's lied. He's lied. He's lied about. Um, he's he's totally his own disciple turned against him. Um, and he's still loved. Everything he did, he chose love. When he was talking to the prostitutes and the bad people. He was expressing love. And everything we do, it's all about love. And so with that message, and let's look at what that really looks like. So I think for us in the future and and, and presently, like right now, if we, we look at that love, what does that really mean, right? What does that love really mean in terms we can understand? Well, I don't think we could truly love until we love ourselves first. For us to be who we are, we we live our lives almost by the seat of our pants, like white knuckle through life. And some of us are successful at it, others aren't. And I think those that don't understand first and foremost for anyone to be a whole individual, you have to love yourself first. Loving yourself means loving yourself means looking at your mistakes, being honest with your mistakes, not beating yourself up over them, not using the Bible and its teachings to just demoralize us even more. 
you know, if you got problems with something, there's reasons why you're doing things that you're doing. It's because you don't, it may be from external things or whatever, but you don't love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you don't have anything to define love by. And so for us to have truly healthy relationships and, and part of that is this, right? Being able to look in the mirror and not lie to yourself. If you're willing, if you're willing to lie to yourself, you're willing to lie to those you love and you're willing to lie to others around you. And if you're facing other issues, you don't tell the truth about you have a porn addiction. You, you don't work as hard as you should. You, you just, you judge people behind closed doors and you, you know, whatever then you, you don't love yourself. And there's a comfort that comes from loving yourself. There's a peace that comes with loving yourself. There's an understanding that, look, if I do this, it's going to affect me negatively. Jesus Christ was willing to know what his mission was. And he was willing to come here and spread that message and then knew he was going to die for it. So I think we take that message and we have to look at it from the standpoint of, okay, what can I do in the beginning of my awakening to where I can live a life of love? I think first and foremost, you have to be honest with yourself. You're broken. You're potentially morally corrupt at times because there's things that we do that, that we shouldn't do. And we know we shouldn't do, we know it's going to hurt people, but we choose to do it anyway. A lot of us suppose Christians judge people and we tell them how bad they are and we judge them and that hurts them. That's not love. The reason why you do that is because you don't love yourself. You're not looking at your own faults and lovingly changing those things about yourself. See, I think that you have to look at your faults, the things of your past, and you have to lovingly repair those cracks. Because like, think of it like a foundation. And you're building your home on your foundation. But as you begin to build, you start seeing all these cracks forming. Well, those are where you've hurt people. Those cracks are where you've you've hurt yourself. You've hurt people. You've just been a fucking asshole. And you did things for your own benefit and damn anything that got in your way. Openly and willingly hurting people is the biggest thing, I think. Um, and there's a lot of cracks there. And those cracks in your foundation, you try to build a, you try to build on that. Your house is going to crumble. So I think what you have to do is you have to go in and and revisit all of those things where you hurt somebody. And you have to forgive yourself for it. Because you're trying to live a different life. You're trying to be something different. You're trying to be something awakened. And you can no longer, once you have this, this thought in your head, and then you have this, this desire to live a different life, you have a desire to keep this awakened momentum going, 
Yes, you need to make amends with the people that you hurt. And if they're willing to forgive you, great. If not, that's on them. But you have to go into those 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 things that, that cracked your foundation. And with love, absolute love, be honest with yourself. Was this my fault? It's a crack in my foundation, so yes. If it's somebody else's fault, that's a crack in their foundation. Let them fix that shit. But for you... I lied to my wife. I did this, and she was genuinely hurt by it. Well, I have to acknowledge that I did her wrong. I have to acknowledge that the reason why I did what I did, and then I have to lovingly forgive myself, ask for forgiveness from her, and, and say, hey, look, I realize what I did hurt you, and I I hope that you can forgive me. This thing may never be the same but I'm trying and I understand now what I did was wrong or a friend of yours or a person whatever you have to you have to you have to come to peace with that and know that that was an unawakened led by the world person that was living a life of self-service and me, me, me and be damned by anything else around that. And so that being said, going into those cracks, reliving those moments, understanding the pain that was caused in those moments, understanding fully your part in it. But instead of continue to beat yourself up, take some cement repair, fill that crack in, lovingly fill that crack in allow yourself to be forgiven whether that person forgives you or not you did the right thing now fill that crack in each of those cracks visit each and every one of those times do what's called the soul work there's an inner child inside you that's hurt that's damaged that's broken you got to heal that child i think with anything you do you have to understand the why if you overeat, you you drink, you do drugs, you do things that are addictive in nature, right? There's a reason why you do what you do. There's a reason why you cut yourself. There's a reason why you hurt people. There's a reason why you lie. There's whatever it is, there's a reason why you do it. And so understanding that you have to fix the why before you can move forward in a positive way. Because until you fix the why, it's always going to be there. It's like when you drink and you're an alcoholic, right? A lot of times, I know for me at least, um, when I was drinking all the time and doing other things, I did it because it gave me some sense of self-worth because I could talk to people. I wasn't as shy. I was more open. I was more fun. But then it became guilt, then it became this thing that I felt guilty about. And then I drank more because of it. And I drank because I was depressed. And I drank more because I was upset at myself. So until I resolved the why, all I did was quit, all I did was just quit drinking. I didn't resolve the why. So that moved over into other potential addictive areas of my life where I became addicted to food and I became a chunky man. I'm still a chunky man because I haven't resolved the why yet. 
So I'm going to continue being a fat dude until I resolve that thing inside me. I have to look at that inner child inside me and say, hey, kiddo, listen, I'm so sorry that you were hurt so badly. I didn't, I didn't understand fully what was going on, and I allowed you to be hurt. But that won't happen anymore. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to hold your hand, and we're going to move forward together. But you got to fix the whys. You got to you 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 got to fix the catalyst that caused you to have your addiction. And then, once you do that, you can move forward as a, as a better person. But there's more work to be done. So go into those cracks of your of your broken foundation. Fix those things. And you're going to grow so much more because of it. So as you get there, now you have a de- a de- an internal definition of what love is. Now guess what happens? You know what you need. You know what you desire. And you know the type of person you want to have in your life. So now you can go out and know that the pain you caused, you don't want to do that anymore. You love too much for that. So you're going to interact differently with people. Your future relationships will be more fruitful, mutually beneficial, and you will have purpose. And you will love with purpose. And that goes more in back into the living intentionally thing. And knowing that, having that knowledge, and then having a definition that you created, that you live by. See, these, these, these things we face, these, all these, these obstacles and challenges and stuff, right? These are all here for learning lessons. That gives it purpose. That purpose is to show us what we should have done in these situations differently. If I love myself enough, I'm not going to lie to people because I don't care what you think. And I love myself to go, I would not want to feel that. And I love myself. And so this person in my life that I don't have a relationship with, I don't want them to feel that negativity that from my actions. So because I now know what love is from an internal perspective, I'm going to try my best to do better in the future with honesty, um, building the person up that I'm with and doing things or whoever, whatever relationship type of relationship it is, you're going to be different. You're going to be better. You're going to be more complete with how you love. And I think once you begin to uh, love yourself, right? This mental shift, this change, it, it changes the per- our perception of the world around us. So as we look at that, our worldview changes. We're not going to look at people when they cut us off in traffic. They're in a hurry. There's a reason why they cut you off. There's a reason why they're speeding around you, not using their turn signals. They honked at you. They're feeling something in their lives that's feeling, giving them pressure and this this hasty mentality, there's something causing that. 
and I'm not going to react. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I, I may, I may let a, a curse word slip my mouth, but that's just human nature. I can't help that. But that should start easing as I get more in tune with who I really am. So I think if you love yourself and you begin to look at the world with the, 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 that love idea and your, your defined love, then you're not going to judge people. When someone, you say, hey, ma'am, and she goes, I, you know, and, and that person says, well, I would prefer to be called this. You're going to not look at them and go, what the fuck? You're going to go, I didn't realize I do apologize. Blah, blah, blah. And then it, it, it's perfect. You're not going to look at a, another person for their color and judge them on some dumb shit that doesn't matter. You're going to love them. You're not going to, to be an asshole to people. You're going to love them. You're going to try and build mutually beneficial relationships. You're going to do everything you can to spread that feeling that raises your vibrational frequency and, and builds people up. And I think that once you begin to do that, more positivity is going to come to you. See, the message of Jesus Christ was love. And the, the overarching meaning of our lives is love. Not judging people, understanding, being a complete person, not just a fucking asshole. That's where we have to get to. Taking that message that Christ gave us of love and express that in every aspect of our lives, beginning with us, beginning with looking at our own shit and acknowledging it, lovingly repairing it, and then going out into the world and try to live intentionally, helping everyone to help raise their vibrational frequency as a whole. Will there be times you fall? Fuck yes, there will. There's times, even in my awakened state, that I'm kind of like, Fuck this day. I don't want to do shit. That person's an asshole. Screw them. This person did this. That person did that. This is wrong. That is wrong. And it's going to happen. There's going to be days that I feel that way. But I hope, and I would hope, that future me is further along in the journey and can then respond in kind with love as opposed to reacting out of anger. So once we get there, and, you know, what does that really mean for the world around us, right? Not everyone's going to change. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. People are just assholes, and they're going to be assholes. And just like there are light entities, there are dark entities. Just that there is light, there is dark. There are, there are negative forces out there and negative things trying to stop this love train from happening, from even leaving the station. Yes, I just said love train, don't, whatever. That's what I felt called to say. But there are people out there that are trying to stop this thing from happening, and the problem is, there's too many fucking people waking up to the truth. And this snowball effect is really fucking with their agenda. Because think about it. After 9-11... People stood in lines together crying, mourning what happened. Then a couple of days later, ah, fuck it. Let's go back to warring with each other and hating people and this and that. And so there's always going to be things in place that's going to try and stop this. 
And I think that if we allow that to happen, that's a horrible thing. That's just, that's a terrible thing for us to have this knowledge and not change. We have to change. We have to understand we can't keep doing the things we've been doing because we're getting the same results time and time again. Definition of insanity. So if we look at that and we understand, like, you know, we understand how our actions affect people. And I understand that I want to be a love person. I want to be a person of love and light. Then I can't go around spreading darkness. And the more people that wake up to this idea, the more beautiful society is going to become. The more people, and it's happening day, all the time. People are waking up to something deeper, more profound, something more beautiful. And it's happening all across the globe. It's happening all across the world. And, and we can't stop it. And I don't want to stop it. I, w- I want to further this thing. I want to speed it up. I want to make it go so fast that the people that are trying to stop it, it derails any, anything they could do. And like I said, we can't have this idea of love and just be a shitty person. That's all. And I'm not talking about some, you know, Woodstock, hippie, dippy bullshit, kumbaya. I'm talking about intentionally trying to affect the world around us, helping to raise the vibrational frequency of the people around us, living a life that is positive, and you're trying to create positivity. Because here's the deal, folks. Once you once you wake up to this and you're you begin to shift your focus and shift your ideas, then the things of the past aren't going to matter so much. You're not going to look at your paycheck and go, I gotta have more. I gotta have more. I gotta have more. I'll throw Ed under the bus. Fuck Ed. He didn't do his job right anyway. I'll take his job. I'm gonna tell some lies about Ed. You're not gonna look at anything with the eyes you look at it the way you look at it now. So what I what I would love to see is for people to open their eyes, walk out of the doors, look at the world differently, and then move out into the world and intentionally try to affect people and understanding that there is a ripple effect. There is this thing that takes place that I discussed in a previous podcast that understanding the ripple effect and that if I'm a shitty person to somebody, they're going to be shitty to somebody else and then they're going to be shitty and then it's going to spread. We're just spreading more negativity. But these interactions, if I interact with love, it's going to be a totally different situation. The momentum from that, the positivity from that, It's going to raise our collective vibration. And we're going to become a better society for it. I can't wait for that. But the idea that this person chose to come here to die for our sins when we live in a dimension where we are incapable of not sinning. Now, are there a few gems? Yeah, Mother Teresa and, you know, other people that were, you know, looked at in such high esteem. 
but for the most part, we're just a bunch of shitty people. But that's not permanent, right? I think that the idea of Jesus Christ coming here to die for us in, in, in a dimension that is such a high and low place, we're led more by emotion, and that emotion drives us to sometimes be shitty people. And having that and knowing that, that we are incapable of not sinning, why create a mechanism that's going, or a, a, a fail-safe that allows us to be forgiven because he died? Well, sounds great and thank you and all, but that's just convenience. And then it's, 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 it's coercing me into believing and acting just to be saved. Well, that was one of the questions I had as a Christian. How do I know my motives for accepting Christ as my Savior weren't just that I wouldn't die and be burning in hell forever? That was a question I legitimately had. I legitimately thought at times, did I, am I really saved? And did I really truly accept Christ as my Savior for the right reasons? See, that's the thing is doing something and you don't understand why you do it, that doesn't make sense. Like I said before, I want to, in the, in the last episode, I want to be able to, to know and, and be able to talk about this information knowledgeably. And I want to understand it completely. I don't want to just sell you a, a thing because I want to make money. I want, I, want to, I want to know and you to be proud of what you bought and, and know you bought it and, and know everything about it if you need to. But I don't want to blindly believe something just so I can have eternal salvation. No, I want to know why, you know, and I don't think that that's, it's not conducive to being a great person. You're lying to yourself. You, you still judge people. You still do this. So you're, you're a shitty person, but you get to be forgiven of your sins. That's the, that's makes no sense to me. So we have to look first at ourselves and go from that standpoint of complete understanding, loving ourselves, and moving forward intentionally and with love. And if we do that, we're going to affect people around us. And the ripple effect, the law of attraction, will begin to spin in a positive way. The more positivity you put out there, the more positivity you're going to receive. The more people are going to feel that energy from you, they're going to want that. They're going to want to change themselves because they're going to want what you have. And they're going to ask, why are you so happy? And it's going to open that door for you to go to them and say, look, Jesus Christ taught me a lesson. And they're going to go, oh, well, okay, well, let's hear this. And then that opens the door. And then guess what? Another person wakes up. See, that's, that's the idea. That's the, that's the, the, the momentum we want to have. 
So we could look at the world around us as something that we can't save. And that's a defeatist mentality. And I'm not one of those people who's going to have a defeatist mentality anymore. I'm going to look at the world around us and I'm going to be challenged by it. I want to spread as much positivity. I want to affect as many people as I can. And I want to create this energy and this, this synergy amongst us that allows us to really start making beautiful changes in the world around us where we can live this life of non-judgment, of understanding, peace, enlightenment. Imagine when you when you die and you've done this multiple times and you know you you've got to the level where your vibration is matching the vibration of the creator and you're able to view because you don't need a body anymore you're able to ascend to this 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 universal plane and then all things are open to you and then you're able to see everything and you're looking at it with god's eye man see everything we do needs to be by design and that design is going to be discussed in the next episode this is a fairly short episode and I wanted to keep it that way um, because as we progress, I know that you guys are kind of getting the message more and you're, you're understanding it, you're getting it. And once again, the positive feedback, I love you guys so much for it. Um, but we have to, to get to this place and I want to get there. I want to get there quicker and that's just my nature. I can't help it because I'm so on fire for this. I'm so excited about this i'm so excited about the positivity that i'm feeling within myself and i can't wait to spread that positivity with everyone else and create that ripple effect that goes so much further than me right i can't wait for the law of attraction to begin putting positive back into me because i'm putting so much positivity out see that that to me is is more of a I hate to say an attractive uh, mentality, but I mean, think about it. What's wrong with just genuinely being a good person, loving people no matter what, not judging them, not saying I'm a good Christian and then turning my back on people and just being a shitty person. I don't think that's what Christ had in mind. I don't think that's what God had in mind. I don't think that has any productive value whatsoever. It's counterproductive, in fact. So for me, I choose to love you all, to love anyone I come in contact with. If they hurt me, so be it. That's on them. That's their crack and their foundation to fill. I'm going to worry about mine. I'm going to worry about showing my daughter what this idea means, what the idea of loving yourself first. Be defined by that love. And project that love into the world around you. That's what I want to be remembered remembered for. Success isn't money. It's not monetary. It's it's how many people did you affect? How many lives were changed because you were a positive person? You never know what someone's going through. And your kind word, your loving word, your understanding might 
take a noose around someone's neck, might take a gun out of their hand, might take the pills out of their hand, might take their hands off the steering wheel and or put it in park and whatever and then take the hands off the steering wheel. But your actions could affect someone that way. And then they begin to look at the world differently around them. It starts with you. It starts with me. But it starts with you first. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you. But it starts with you first. Look at yourself. Know your mistakes. Love yourself enough to forgive you for those mistakes. Move forward. Spread love. Be positive energy. Exude positive energy. That's what it's about. And so with that, I love you all. I'm so thankful for this chance to spread this information, to talk to you about this. If you guys have questions, head over to djrockawaken.com. Drop us a line. If you're feeling some kind of way in your life, hit me up on there. I don't want anyone to hurt anymore. I want to show my daughter what this positive living, positive loving can do. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful to the universe, to our source, to God for doing whatever it took to wake me up. And I am honestly hoping for the opportunity to hear positive messages from you, hear your stories, see your stories of love, looking at life through God's eye and not judging. I want to see pictures of you with groups of people, all races, loving sharing, being an intentional person that understands the full magnitude of the ripple effect and loving people. So with that, I love you guys. Peace, love, and light. DJ Rock, signing off. Thank you.